Black Star Radio. Now, the other week I had Luke Wenatong come into the studios. He's with the Queensland Human Rights Commission and we were talking about the Human Rights Act. Now I've got Luke back in here and we're going to talk about the Anti-Discrimination Act this time. Luke, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Mark. The Anti-Discrimination Act is not just about Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. It can affect so many people. So what actually is the Act? Where did it come from and what is it about? It's an important point to make because um, a lot of the discussions that we have in community with people uh, and you know in mainstream people think oh yeah it's a bit of law a bit of legislation that protects black followers yes it protects race but it protects a lot of other um, what we call attributes so there's 16 attributes that are protected so the anti-discrimination act is from 1991 so it's been around a while now Um, so if anyone doesn't know what's in it Um, It's unfortunate because, like I said, it's been around for 30 years this year, yeah. Yeah. So the 16 attributes are called protected attributes that are are protected in there. And they are things like, we said, race, um, ethnicity, ancestral background, but things like colour are protected as well. And that's because of the historical context of some of the words that people have been called and not just black fellas or brown fellas or yellow fellas uh even if we think about in america the you know the red skin all that sort of stuff so color is actually protected as well there's other attributes um such as breastfeeding for example so very specific so that's around people may have heard of stories around mothers being removed from cafes because they're breastfeeding. breastfeeding in public yes yeah and religion is another big one and that's the right to practice your religion Um, But it's also the right not to practice a religion. Um, And so there's other things like trade union activity is protected, um, lawful sex workers, age is a big one. So age age discrimination is a big one. Those are some of the protected attributes in the Anti-Discrimination Act. I think a lot of people, when they think anti-discrimination, don't really have an idea of what's actually within the Act itself. You've just mentioned some of them, who it protects. What does it actually protect? So there's two types of discrimination. So there's direct and indirect discrimination. So basically, I'll explain direct discrimination very basically. So um, direct discrimination is when someone with one of those attributes that we talked about, race, for example, is treated unfavorably when compared with someone who doesn't have the attribute. So um, hypothetically, an Aboriginal person is treated unfavorably to a non-Indigenous person um, when in a similar situation. And then another qualifier for that is that it has to be in a certain area of our life. So these areas are named in the Anti-Discrimination Act and they're areas like accommodation, education, superannuation and insurance are included. Um, And a big one is goods and services. So any time basically that you go to the shop, uh, you, you are protected if you have one of those attributes uh, in any time you use goods and services. Well, yeah. I suppose say one is where you have children being profiled as they're going into a shop and they're the ones that the guards follow around and accusations. And you hear of that so many times over and over. And then you're having to have the shop, when, when somebody makes the complaint, make the apology. Yeah, 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 that's right. And that does happen and we've, we've all seen that happen. Um, and... So if we use that as, an, that as an example, so if that child is Indigenous or African or whatever, if they were to make a complaint to us about that in that case, then we would look at, well, 
was there an attribute? In this case, it would be um, you know ethnicity or color. Mm-hmm. Um, were they treated unfavorably when compared with someone? So a non-indigenous or you know basically a white kid uh, in a similar situation. So did that security guard treat that kid differently because of their color? As I said, in the area of it would be in the area of goods and services. So that's that that's the test under the Anti Discrimination Act. But we also touched on, just before we went to air, regarding one where we had somebody with a disability in a wheelchair. And we're talking about the art gallery on the South Bank in Brisbane, where it was originally designed with no disabled access. Uh, Yeah, that's right. When I talked before about direct discrimination, there's two types of discrimination. So this is indirect discrimination. That's a great example. So it was the example of the convention centre at South Bank. And yes, when it was being designed it was designed with stairs to get up in, into the building if anyone's been there it's still there so a person in a wheelchair challenged that basically anyone in a wheelchair would have had to have go down and around to the side and underneath and back and up through a lift so that's indirect so indirect discrimination is about imposing a term on people where most people can comply with it but some people with an attribute and we go back to that attribute in this case, the attribute would be impairment, unable to comply with. So that person in a wheelchair isn't able to obviously walk up the stairs. So that was a case of indirect discrimination. And that was an actual case. And it came to us and went through a tribunal and uh, it was found, uh, yes, it was indirect discrimination. And the government was state government was forced to actually amend their plans and put in uh, disability access at the front. Recent Australian history from the 70s upwards, the society's norms of discrimination have changed so dramatically, whereas nowadays it is all-encompassing because, as you're saying, it covers everybody, but it does cover race, religion, beliefs, right of speech in certain areas, I believe. But anti-discrimination is designed to protect the people. Now, you were talking about it has been, what, 30 years, 40 years since this has been in? 30 years, yeah. 30 years. Now, we did mention before, just very quickly, that uh, it is coming up for review. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's There's a review happening as we speak, and so um, there'll be some sessions all around the state. There'll definitely be a session or two in Cairns. Uh, there may be one in Yarrabah, and there uh, will be one up in the Torres Strait. But people can uh, put in submissions and that might be anything to do with uh, discrimination that you feel that you want raised. It might be those attributes that we talked about. So one of them is gender. Um, One of them is sexuality. So it may be, for example, that in 1991, the, the ideas around gender were a bit different. So maybe we need to add or take things out of the Anti-Discrimination Act. So, yeah, it's a really good thing. So um, people can uh, just go onto our website and people can just put in a submission or they can just keep an eye out on our social media and other channels around for the local sessions that will be happening over the next, well, until um, the end of February next year. Yeah, you were mentioning just before, you know, sexuality as part of that and also gender. You've got some out there that are still even now thinking, oh, that's a bit too, I think the expression is woke. It is too left of field, but it is the times that we live in, isn't it? Yeah, I think the reality is, is that we have people and we have kids and we have adults that are different sexually. Mm. Everyone's different. Everyone's on a spectrum and it needs to be protected, basically. Um, and so that's what things like the Anti-Discrimination Act are for. And that, you know, and you, we talked about 30, 40 years ago, 
it was definitely a different world 30 40 and going back even further these things and we if we talk about um sexuality we talk about some of the absolutely horrendous situations that have occurred historically for um homosexual men for example mm. you know, i remember seeing stories about you know bashings and all sorts of stuff and you know obviously i'm aware that things still happen but um this is why we um we're moving forward as a society we are because i think it's the 70s homosexuality was illegal yeah and it has changed from there. Now, you were saying that you had a couple of examples here of uh, some of the situations that you said direct and indirect. So what are those that you've got there? Yeah, so the direct discrimination example I've got, and I won't say any names, but they are public knowledge, so I'm not um, giving away anything I shouldn't. Yep. But for an example, this, this person, let's just say Mr B, was a residential care officer for the disabled. Um, he went on sick leave because one of his co-workers had used some language when referring to him, such as blackfella. Some of the other language were you're black, 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 accept that and you're not going to change it. And then some other behaviour such as not wanting to uh, be rostered on and things like that. So that, that was found to be direct discrimination. So um, it was found that it was unfavourable treatment towards this person, Mr B, when uh, compared with someone else in a similar situation. So that person that made those comments obviously had other colleagues that didn't have the attribute of being Aboriginal. Obviously, they weren't treated like Mr. B was. So it was found to be um, direct discrimination. Which is very hurtful in its own way. And yes. In, in many ways. And it is something that's emotionally uh, can be very scarring. Okay, indirect. Yeah, so indirect, we're, we're, I've touched on. So yep. the example I was going to talk about was, um, yeah, the, the convention centre in South Bank. And so that was basically imposing a term that most people can comply with, but person with an attribute such as impairment in that case, the person in the wheelchair, um, can't comply with, basically. So that was found to be indirect discrimination. Apart from direct and indirect yep. discrimination, Mark, I was just going to say there are some other protections in the Act that I haven't mentioned yet. Yep, so one obviously big one and topical this year um, is sexual harassment. So sexual harassment is basically sexual comments or sexual gestures in relation to a person of a sexual nature that are meant to intimidate offend or humiliate that person or when a reasonable person would think that so sexual harassment we accept complaints under the sexual harassment as well apart from sexual harassment there are other things so uh, people often come to us about workplace harassment yes or bullying as we call it um, so unless the workplace harassment or bullying is because of an attribute so if you're being harassed at work or bullied at work because you're an aboriginal person then yes we'll accept a complaint because it's discrimination. Mm -hmm. If it's not because of any of the attributes, if, if it's workplace harassment or bullying, um, you, you're better off complaining to either WorkSafe Queensland or the Fair Work. An apprentice being hazed, well, the old terminology, that is something to go to workplace and not to yourself? Unless it was because of an attribute, if they were being hazed because of... so, if they're of, a, of being a homosexual, of, of being disabled, of having, yes. uh, having a skin colour, anything else like that. And, and it may be that it's because of their age. Maybe they're a 17-year-old uh, apprentice. The test might be, um, hypothetically, it might be, are they mature-aged apprentices and do they get hazed as well? Also because you have the ageism where you have people being discriminated against because they are of an elder. 50s and 60s have it hard too. Yeah, 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 that's exactly right. Um, age, and age is a big one and we've seen that and I've seen complaints come in around age quite a lot. 
I was just going to say one of the other things that's protected the Act, unlawful requests for information. And that would be something like if you've ever been in a job interview mm-hmm. and someone's asked you, are you pregnant or do you have kids or something like that, that might be an unlawful request for information to ask. Okay. So it's effectively discriminating if you've made a decision to hire one person because they've said they either intend to be pregnant or are pregnant because um, pregnancy is a protected attribute under the Act. Okay. So in that case, sorry, Mark, I was just going to say in that case, um, the employer might want to ask a different question like, are you flex? Can you be flexible in your work hours? Something like that. Luke, we're going to get back to you in just a minute, but we're going to take a quick break right now. Um, Blackstar FM talking to Luke Wenatong from the Queensland Human Rights Commission about the Anti-Discrimination Act. Right now, though, this is Samantha Jade. 